0: Welcome to a Tuesday edition of Locked On Heat. I'm Wes Goldberg, and in a minute, I'll be joined by Kyle Guy, who I spoke with a couple days before he signed this second 10 day contract with the Heat. But I think you're going to find this conversation interesting because you'll learn a lot about Kyle. We get into how the Heat have been tracking him for years, how he got the call that Miami wanted to sign him, and then learn more about his personality and how he feels about being compared to Jack Harlow. So here it is. I hope you enjoy.
1: You are Locked On Heat. Your daily Miami Heat podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Thanks for uh, taking a few minutes here. I do really appreciate it. Yeah, for sure, man. Hanging out in Phoenix, so all good. Tell me about that day that you signed that was about a week ago. Where were you? What were you doing? And did you have any indication that the Heat might be interested in you and would be calling?
2: Yeah, so I was just, uh, hanging out in Cleveland, um, practicing with the G League team, waiting for the, uh, season to start back up. Um, uh, I had just got uh, off the health and safety protocols because I had COVID through Christmas. So, um, I had to turn down a couple of 10 days during that span. Um, and so I knew there were teams interested, but I didn't know the Heat were interested. Um, They had kind of flirted with me throughout the draft process and uh, the last two years, but nothing ever came to fruition. So um, I didn't really have them on the radar per se, but my agents called me. I was going to go to Orlando, um, and then they called me back and said, hey, actually, we're going to go to Heat. Uh, Good opportunity for you. Uh, Good situation. So that's kind of how it uh, came to fruition. They called me like 11 at night, and I was on a plane at 530 the next morning.
0: So you had to wait because you've you've heard stories like this, or I have. I mean, about, about players in a similar situation having to turn down these ten days because they had been in the health and safety protocols. But you were you were set to go uh, play for the Orlando Magic on a ten day, and then the Heat just call you, or you get the call from your agent out of the blue, and you're like, "All right, the Heat. That's what we're gonna do."
2: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say I was set with Orlando, but they were pretty uh, interested, and in, um, we thought they were gonna offer a ten day pretty soon, and um, Miami didn't hesitate, and they just. Said we need we need him, and I um, think it's a good spot. So um, they called me back, and that's what happened.
0: What did you know about the Heat organization beforehand? What was your reaction when when you heard that the Miami Heat wanted to sign you and that they weren't hesitating? And what was your your impressions of the organization? You know, before you had gotten here. Yeah, I, super heralded
2: uh, organization.
0: Um, uh, they run a,
2: a tight ship, but with uh, freedom involved, which I think is a great way to go about it. Coach bow is uh, not quite what I expected, but mm. way better. Um, I didn't really know what to expect, but he's just a really good coach and uh, super personable and, and a player's coach. Um, so that's been awesome. I knew Gabe Benson really well and I knew Caleb Martin uh, well enough beforehand that you know I had talked to him about the Heat organization and what it's like. So um, and Nemanja Bailey is one of my closest friends, and SAC, and he had a small, a short stint uh, with Miami. Um, I knew D mac Dwayne Dedman, um from Sacramento also, so I knew a lot of the guys, which is
0: uh, helpful, and um, they kind of helped me prepare for uh, the heat. Or is is Gabe and Caleb? I, I don't even know if you've been around Gabe, you know, if since he's been in the protocols, but um, are those kind of the guys that you've been closest with, and and have you sort of formed any bonds, kind of gravitated to any of your new teammates? Yeah,
2: Gabe's not here unfortunately. Yeah. But uh he's definitely the dude I'm closest with on the team. But um I've gotten super close with uh Caleb Martin over this um over this trip. Uh Max obviously I, I knew a little bit beforehand also, um just kinda of through social media and stuff. Um and we're cool and obviously the people I already mentioned um I knew beforehand. So that always helps and then the, the 10 days, it's easy to get along with because you're kind of in the same position. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, I was in a whole nother city last night. Now I'm here, you know, uh, fighting for a job and whatnot. So it's easy to bond with them. And then the, uh, the vets on the team, PJ, Jimmy, and, and Kyle, um, and, and Dwayne, they're uh, super personable, like w- willing to give tips, just talk about life, shoot the shit, play cards, whatever. So um, that's been nice
0: too. Can you tell me about that day where you signed? I imagine you flew straight to Houston. You don't, I mean, at the end of the day, I know that it's basketball, but there are differences between every team, the way that they call plays, you know, some of the sets that they want to run and things like that. I mean, you go out and you shoot six threes in that first game in Houston, have a great game. Um, can you just tell me a little bit about how crazy, hectic of a day that must have been for you and then it culminating in a, in a good performance for you?
2: Yeah, so I actually, I was in San Antonio. Um, okay for that game um and obviously got those phones canceled whatever um but then um, yeah they told i mean they told me from the get-go like hey if you're open you shoot the ball play your game play defense play hard and everything will will take care of itself and that's pretty much my game in a nutshell anyway so um just kind of worked out uh, i'm a fearless player so you know uh shooting shots is is, is not an issue uh being aggressive, getting in the paint, playing hard nose defense. That's all kind of my attributes. So um the way they play just came easy to me.
0: You've spoken about meditation in the past. Um where did you pick that up and, and kinda of why did you get into it?
2: Yeah, my trainer um back home in Indiana, his name's Derek Grant. He got into it first. And um just pretty much anything he tries out first, he then brings to me. <laughs> um if he thinks uh, it's worth it. And that was one of the things he definitely co-signed and, you know, I got into it, gave it a chance, uh, with, um, open arms and, you know, one of the better things that I've, um, come across in, in my life thus far is just, um, being present and being where my feet are and, um, you know, taking those times to reflect, visualize, be grateful, whatever, uh, exercise I'm, I'm doing.
0: And um, how did that sort of factor into your journey so far? I mean, you've gone from Sacramento to the, to the G League and to the, you know, the wildness of this 10-day contract stuff and COVID and everything. I mean, how has it really helped you through all of this? I mean, professionally and I would imagine personally probably too.
2: Yeah, for sure. It definitely keeps you grounded. Um, you know, nothing's guaranteed
0: and um, everything's so fluent, especially
2: the uh, past two years. Um, you know, as the old saying, just flow like water from – uh, Bruce Lee, and you know, it might be a little cliche, but it definitely applies. Just kind of go with the flow, whether it's a gut punch or it's, you know, uh, on a high um, or an accomplishment, you just kind of keep it pushing. And uh, you know, we've had a lot of ups and downs through uh, my career. Not a lot of people uh, believing in me, um, which is fine because I got enough belief in myself for for everyone. So um, just uh, again, staying grounded. Never getting too high, never getting too low, which is something I learned from Coach Bennett at UVA. So, just everything I've ever learned or been through kind of culminates um, and expresses itself for me in these moments.
0: Today's episode of Locked On Heat is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. BetOnline remains the number one spot for all of the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all of the amazing offers available for 2022. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. It's BetOnline, where the game starts.
1: Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: And I know these are very different sort of circumstances, but when you walk into, you know, the Miami Heat locker room that first time and you're talking with the coaches and they say, hey, look, man, if you're open, just let it fly. Go ahead and shoot it. You talk about the belief you have in yourself, but obviously the Heat saw something in you. You talk about how they were interested in you in the pre-draft process and things like that. to see that belief returned to you, I mean, what did that mean to you?
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's definitely, you know, it's a gratifying feeling and um, definitely shows. Um, it's a external external uh, showing of the work that I put in and um, the beliefs that I have in myself is paying off because obviously they see that and value that. Um, and that goes a long way. So it means a lot that they have that trust in me from the... Uh, early starting point, kind of, you know, I, obviously I knew who I was and I kept tabs on me, but I had never been in their
0: organization until that
2: Houston game, so.
0: Um, you mentioned, you know, being really close with Gabe Vincent. Where does where did that relationship come from? How did that get started?
2: Uh, he was, We played in Stockton together my rookie year.
0: Okay. Um, and uh, before he got called up,
2: uh, me him, Eric Mika, Isaiah Pinheiro... Marcus Graves, a lot of the other guys from that of team. It was just one of the closest teams I'd ever been on. Um, and, you know, definitely a, a someone I can call my brother. So that's just kind of how that happened. Super happy for him when he got uh, the two-way um, with the Heat.
0: Um, we have just kept in touch. since. Um, and then when you kind of look at some of the other teammates, too, I mean, you've got Jimmy Butler there, who's one of the leaders in that locker room. When you see him flipping off his teammates like Max Struess and cursing out some of these guys on social media, it's a—he's got a very unique personality. I think is a, a polite way to describe it. How would you right. kind of describe that that leadership style, or would you? Uh, and yeah. just the personality. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, number one, he's super down to earth, super right. easy to talk to. Like, likes to joke around and have fun. He's he's a super good leader, definitely. Um, one of the first I've met with this leadership style, but I kind of like, I like it, man. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, when I sometimes when I'm at home or whatever, when my friends, like, I'll flick them off, and that's, like, a, a sign of, like, affection for me. So if I flick you off, that means that I love you or, like, you're my guy. So um, I resonated with that, and, again, he's, he's a really good dude, and he sh- uh, leads by example as well, which is all you can ask
0: for. So, then would the ultimate compliment for you be Jimmy Butler flipping you off?
2: Yeah, then that's how I know I made it. When he flips me (laughs) off, then I know that, uh, you know,
0: I'm in a good place. Uh, Going back a little bit further, I just curious can you step onto the Virginia campus and not be recognized at this point? I mean, maybe the hair Uh, helps, but.
2: Yeah, the the hair definitely helps. Um, Outside of the campus, I look like a normal dude. Um, maybe even like a hippie or a, you know, a coach or something. So I love that aspect, but no, when I'm on Charlotte, so it's pretty much, uh,
0: when I'm in Charlotte, so it's not, uh, not as easy to hide. Do you go back often? When was the last time you were back? So believe it or not, I haven't been
2: back since our ring ceremony, my rookie year. Mm. Um, but you know, with COVID and then I just had a kid and stuff, right. it's just been really hard to get out there. Um, so but this summer, I'm, I've made it a point. I'm, I'm going back regardless. i got to finish um, a degree before they retire my jersey, so I'm
0: definitely making that a priority. What's the degree going to be in?
2: Uh, I I am an American Studies uh, major with a sign English minor. So.
0: Gotcha. Um, what's your favorite part of history, American history? Um, favorite time, era? So I,
2: my uh I'm I'm I got a lot of military in my family, so anything war related is mm-hmm. definitely right up my alley. Um, my dad's in Marines, uncle, a couple of grandpa's, aunts, cetera. My cousins at the Naval Academy now, other cousin at the coastal uh, the US Coast Guard um, Academy, so it runs deep. Um, so that, that's my favorite time, but I'm more so on the visual and pop culture history mm-hmm. side of uh of that major. So I'm huge into movies and books and uh, music and
0: stuff. Favorite movie? Uh, Inception or Interstellar depends on the day. Our conversation with Kyle Guy continues after this.
1: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: So I got to ask about the the Jack Harlow lookalike comparison. Do you see it?
2: Right. Uh, Yeah, I see it. I definitely saw it more when my hair was a little shorter. Um, But now I pretty much rock it flick back when I'm not playing, so I don't look like him at all. <laughs> right. um, but when I'm playing, but yeah, I mean, I see it, especially when I'm uh, not taking care of myself and have a little scruff going on my face. So, um, I definitely see it. It's, I mean, I uh, I was growing my hair, it's funny, because I was growing my hair out like that when his uh, first song dropped. Right. So, I kind of already had the hair when he was getting famous, but then I cut it because I didn't really uh, like it for basketball season. And then this year, uh, I got cut and nobody signed me. So I was in a kind of a fuck you stage. So that's why I grew back out. <laughs>
0: um, so maybe they should be saying how Jack Harlow looks like Kyle Guy instead. I don't. Yeah, you know, maybe, maybe. Since you grew the hair right. out first. Uh, <laughs> so uh, now that, you know, we're. I guess a little bit more than halfway through your your, your ten day on uh, just the nature of the temporary nature of these contracts and things like that. I mean, what do you hope happens when this when this ten day is up?
2: Yeah, I mean, the idea is that we're not just trying to sign ten days with any team that um, needs a player, obviously uh, you know we're not just going to turn them all down and not play, but at the end of the day we're trying to find a spot for the future, um if that's Miami Great. If it's not, um, you know, I'm always auditioning for 29 other teams. So uh, I don't know what's next. I'm trying to, again, this is that be present uh, mindset, just taking it one uh, day at a time, getting ready for Phoenix, and then uh, we'll see what ensues.
0: Uh, Kyle, I really do appreciate the time again. Um, Have a great rest of your night, and uh, good luck in Phoenix this weekend. Thanks, man. You too. Have a good one. You too.